Hello, Tom. Hello, Dana. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. How about good. you? I, I could complain, but I'm not going to. <laughs> You know, it's funny you say, you say that to people, and I hear it from like my 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 supervisor and just random people. Oh, good, I can't complain. And the immediate response is almost always, "Well, no one would listen to you anyway." Right, right. That's probably true. <laughs> I don't know. So, what what have you been up to? Uh, nothing. Just waiting to be on two guys talking toys. That is what we are. <laughs> I just sit around all week, just waiting for this. That's what I do. <laughs> So I decided to try and uh, shoot down in the in the uh, collection room because you had mentioned it a couple of times. So figured I'd give it a go. Ah, oh, that is awesome. I like this setup. You've got a lot going on back there. Give us give us a quickie a quickie like ten or fifteen second tour. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I with the lights and everything, it would, <laughs> it would be weird. It'd be weird. That's, I could right. spin it around like a basketball, and, and you could see everything, but. I guess behind me is the Marvel Legends that goes three shelves that way. It's Marvel Legends. Uh, below that is the uh, the old Toy Biz, I believe. Yeah. Uh, well, the Wolverine shelf. Um, Toy Biz behind me. Toy Biz down below. Good guys, bad guys. Spider-Man is over there. And then uh, McFarlane shelf is over there. The whole Batman shelf is there. G.I. Joe, He-Man, Thundercats. Uh, Hanna Barbera stuff, all mixture eighty stuff, Playmates, Star Wars, it's all over the place. <laughs> that is awesome. I like this. I like this new setup. Uh, so, have, yeah. have you have you found anything new to to add to this collection? I did. I got the. Uh, I finally shipped the uh, the second series of the Defenders of the Earth. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're really well done. I, I like the the double uh, elbow joint. I know you like that. So who, I I'm I'm not familiar with Defenders of the Earth. Who, so who is that crystal guy? Uh, this is uh, Garax. He's the okay. leader of the Ice Robots, who was mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know uh, uh, programmed by no other than Ming the Merciless, mm-hmm. which is the greatest name ever, the Merciless. <laughs> now, and he had to wonder, did he title himself that, or was that given to him by somebody? <laughs> I I think I want to call myself Dana the Merciless and see if anyone <laughs> jumps on that bang bang. And uh, of course, Mandrake, the magician, who's got a little sparkle to him, like it's a little bit magical sparkle. Kate I don't does know look if you sparkly. can see. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And, I mean, he looks like uh, Zatara, yeah, Zatanna's Zatanna's dad. So I'll put him. You is, know, is the cape soft goods? Like, does it have like a bendy wire in a? It is. In yeah, back? it's got the wire in. Oh, the back. that is great. I almost feel like that should be standard issue now. Yeah, it kind of gets that cool, cool look, especially like a longer cape. Like I know he wears yeah. the short magician's cape, almost like mm-hmm. a bullfighter. But uh, I, I like the longer capes. And then, of course, you know that weird period where um, they shied away from sidekicks, but so many mm-hmm. guys had like man servants. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There was a kind of like mini explosion. It always seemed weird to me that that like the Avengers had a butler. Or that, right. that Doctor Strange had Wong and yeah, yeah, it was this weird time where like they were like, ah, oh, you know what, a sidekick's a little, eh, you know, these young kids running around, but hey, let's give them some weird man service. But uh, uh, you know, Mandrake has uh, uh, Lothar, who's who's pretty buff. Oh, that's awesome. Like, yeah, like uh, you know how I like to uh, 
take photos of pairings of figures that it would have been cool when we were kids, but they weren't mm-hmm. the same size. Yeah. You know, but I feel like this guy and, and, uh, you know, like gung ho and roadblock, like, I feel Oh my like, God. I feel like they would run together. Right. <laughs> I could see him coming in. It'd be like a special episode roadblocks, unusually nervous. And they're like, what's wrong roadblock? And he's like, my cousin road hazards on the way. <laughs> and then this, this guy walks in. The in. Door. <laughs> What up? Roblox, what up? And and then uh, you know, as far as my rescues, I do have a very special rescue uh toy that's uh as you know, Tom, and loyal listeners, I've been having Jeep trouble. Uh the Jeep is in the shop and there's a very special uh rescue in there that I will share with us uh in the upcoming weeks. But I did find this little uh, uh a- Mickey Mouse pretzel that goes in like a crock. And then oh, I found that walking into the high school to play volleyball. And then outside of Target, just yesterday, this little Santa hat, which. Oh, no, there's some elf that, that I think road hazard destroyed and took his cap. I think it's. <laughs> there we go. Merry Christmas. It's the, from... Christ- the D.I. Joe Christmas special. We didn't know we needed. Yeah. Or he's a garden gnome. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what I got. You got anything new this week? Uh, I did. So the the uh, uh, the Target Holothon has been in full swing. We did we uh, we mentioned right. that in, yep. in a special uh, a couple of weeks ago. So I have been going against my my preferred pre ordering of things because who knows how quickly things are going to sell out. So while I've been keeping an eye on the pre order page, which has long come and gone, so anyone right. who's listening yep. to this, uh, you missed your chance. I'm sorry, but uh, Target has been. <laughs> slowly getting things in uh, on their on their store shelves so oh that's I've, outstanding i've looked out and found the the really cool clone shredder that's kind of like goro shredder with his little his little tiny sidekick uh I does that little the, sidekick have a have a uh you know a a a, a name to nom de guerre I, does it have a name at all you know i honestly don't think they had individual names if i remember correctly i think they were just the shredder clones i I, they they appear to mirage the mirage books. I don't remember the exact reasoning behind why uh, Shredder had clones. It was very weird. But different iterations of them appeared in the later Ninja Turtles media. So like the the uh, uh, the 2010 series, they pop. Oh wait, I'm, I'm sorry, not 2010. Uh, 2003 series, the Shredder clones randomly popped up in that, and I had completely hmm. forgotten at the time that there were Shredder clones. So they were just weird, funky, kind of strange creatures uh the oh i'm very happy found the the black and white usagi nice uh, which i thought was a like a super limited one time they did a like a, a, a limited release of these before a holothon happened where the artist would, would could would like sign it and they you might do like a, a doodle you pay whatever extra for it but i had no idea it would be part of the holothon until they made the announcement so that was really neat to get a hold of um and you did the, get a haul, huh? I, I'm I'm amazed by my luck. They are still they're still trying to get me to shut up about Sun Man, but this is kind of the <laughs> the, the the best part of it all. Uh Trog. Trog yeah. the Triceraton. He's I'm sorry, Zog. I apologize. His name is Zog. The Trog's <laughs> the uh, rock guy, right? He is yeah. That is yeah, General Trag. But this is this is Zog. He is massive. He's real he big. big. So I want I, to see him uh, standing next to the uh, the rhino. 
Oh yeah, I think he. I I want to say he kind of dwarfs Rocksteady. Uh, no, not not Rocksteady. I mean the Rhino from Spider Man. Like I want them to oh, hang out. Oh, the actual Rhino. You know, I have to. I'm, you know what? Next next time when I burst him out, I'm gonna put him next right. to actual Rhino. Uh, I don't. You know, what? I actually don't have the the Marvel Legends build a figure Rhino. I do right. have the Marvel Select version though, which I That's think a is good a superior one. mold. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it That's was why great it's to, Select. <laughs> only the select few right. can enjoy that version of Rhino. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so this, is, select. this has been a good haul because Target is still trying, which reminds me, so Target's still trying to get me to shut up about Sunman, but I won't because remember the last part of this saga where we went and we got lunch and we had decided that was what was going to happen. And right. I said on this show, when I get Sunman, when I purchase him in person, that will activate my pre-orders that had been uh, right. uh, you sitting did there say since it. last you did July. Say that. Guess what happened earlier this week? I got a notice from Target that they were canceling my order because my card that was on file expired. Do you know why it expired? <laughs> because I placed uh, this order eight months ago. Now, they had <laughs> since sent me a replacement red card. So I have an updated red card, but their information in their system never updated. So whatever it was that they decided to finally put through didn't match because it was the old stuff and it didn't update to the new stuff. So they're just going to cancel it. Right. <laughs> so now I have to get that a hold of customer sense. service and tell them, give me my son, man. Nobody, you're not getting them. You're not getting For them. the love of Pete, <laughs> give the sun will burn out before you get your sun man. Uh, I'm looking at your back shelf there. Saga. I'm looking at your back shelf there. I like the aliens. I see them, the alien guy. And then who is that? Like, it looks like it's Dark Side's backup dancer back there. Oh, you know, so I, I randomly discovered this. This goes to uh, our discussion on uh, uh, customs and uh, picking and choosing how I can't help but purchase more than one. Of, right. of an item, just thinking right. in the back of my head, oh, I could probably turn him into something else. Uh, I stumbled across an extra Thanos build a figure that oh. I didn't realize that I have. Now his he's, he looks blue because he's missing the uh, the gold uh, yeah, yeah, uh, piece yeah, of the, chest the, armor. Yeah. But that's who's behind Dark Side. <laughs> the two I, of them would do a duet. They, they could yeah. they could do a Super Bowl show. Like I, they're very similar. I really wish that we could get more like a, like a really good crossover. They they have crossed over in comics before, so that, like that's kind of neat. Like in the the yeah the, um the nineties Marvel vs DC crossover, I believe that they crossed over some other time. Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of Galactus. There was a Dark Side like Galactus crossover, right, right? But there was yeah, there was that that nineties crossover where Thanos appeared, and I guess based on the writing, they were like, well how do we deal with these two? We'll just have them be unnaturally aggressive towards each other. So they, it's, it's a really cool, sure. it's, there's that cool shot of the two of them stand, like staring at each other. And then right. they would just burst into other people's stories, fighting one another. Like, I, kind of sure. like, sure. Sure. That's sure. fine. It's, it's like fine. that, uh, that John Cena commercial with the cow, when he comes breaking <laughs> through the, the home, fighting that random yeah. dude. No, yeah, every, yeah, they, they turn into like a multi, a multi comic version of the old spice commercials with Terry Crews, where he just burst <laughs> into like a dryer commercial right. <laughs> randomly. Or the Kool-Aid uh, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fighting uh, dark it's side. It's just like, it's just like when you and I get together for lunch, we just. Crash yeah, into other people's tables. Yeah, you crash into from like you go, you start in IHOPs and wind up in Chile somehow. It, everyone's entertained. 
I'm yeah. just kidding. Only we're entertained by it, but that's all that matters. <laughs> so uh, before we really digress and end up in another restaurant, what uh, what are we talking about today? All right. So uh, I, I think the whole Holothon is a good segue into this. Holothon has figures that are exclusive to Target, exclusive to Holothon. Today's right. topic, exclusives. Um, all right. My favorite. I, I know that we, we this has come up a little bit in some of our, our other discussions, but we it, it's not something that we've focused on exclusively. No pun intended. <laughs> I'm kidding. Pun intended. Um, but I think I think it's an interesting thing because a lot a lot of people have very strong opinions one way or the other in regards mm-hmm. to exclusive. They they they're they're terrible. They're the bane of everyone's existence. They are they're they're greedy. They're they're great. They're fantastic. Uh, they're mine, and you don't have it. Uh, you you see. A lot of it, you see, you see, kind of the, the whole, the whole gradient of it. Uh, right. So I'm curious to, to to hear and talk about your, what has your experience been with exclusives, uh, and what do you what do you think of them? Uh you know, I, I, I'm not a big exclusive chaser. I guess mm-hmm. it depends on the line. Like you know, when Beachhead came out, he was mm-hmm. an exclusive to Target, oh, really? and yeah, and then oh, uh, for uh, for classifieds, oh, you meant like the original. No, 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 okay. no, 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 for classifieds. Yeah. And, uh, and I was glad to find him when mm-hmm. I did, like I found him and then they street dated me. Remember they put him on oh, a show. That's right. you, had a, you had a bad run with that. I did <laughs> target, get your act together. But, uh, yeah. So, you know, that was cool. And I, I love that I found him mm-hmm. and, but they, they, then later on you could, you could find them, but for a long time you couldn't. So I was yeah. glad about that, but I, I, I'm not really an exclusive chaser unless it's a line that I really am excited about. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like the superpowers guys, I love them. Uh, the yeah. new ones, the McFarlane ones. Uh, and, and they're only at Walmart, but it's not mm-hmm. like they're limited. They're just happen to be carried only at Walmart. Right. Yeah. Um, but those like show exclusives, like that's something different. You know, I, I never understood the store exclusives because everybody runs out to buy them because they're Target exclusives, but mm-hmm. they're exclusive to Target and there are bazillion Targets <laughs> all over the country. So it really shouldn't be that exclusive. The only thing that makes it exclusive are the people who run out mm-hmm. as soon as they hit the shelf and buy them all. Yeah. Otherwise, they're not really that exclusive because there are targets all over the place. Yeah, that's to, to the best of my understanding. Like my so again, like I've said this before, like you're actually being punished for the word exclusive. <laughs> so from from my understanding of it, and and, it, and I'm sure feel feel free to to correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, listeners. Let let me know if I'm mistaken in this. To, to the best of my understanding, uh store exclusives like that like your your random like walgreens exclusive or your your uh your, your walmart or your target exclusive uh only exist because the companies have been pushing these product ideas and kind of no one else wants them uh like they'll they'll have say for uh for example uh walmart where they had the exclusive for ulick control right. uh as far as i know they shop this around or walmart will say give us X number of items and they'll say, well, how about these? And Walmart will say yay or nay, depending on what they, they decide upon. They will then provide those just to Walmart. Uh, but I've heard stories from uh, Hasbro designers where, where they've said, we've, we have X number of characters we want to release. We've shot these around to our buyers. Uh, no one was interested in, in say uh, 
uh, Siege Ratchet, except for Walgreens. So they offered this to Walgreens, and Walgreens said, sure, we'll stock them. And no one else wanted them. And then they released it, and they announced it that it was a Walgreens exclusive, and the fandom wanted to cannibalize everyone that worked in the offices of Hasbro. Uh, right. And I... And I get, like, I get it. It's, it's a pain. It's Walgreens. Not everyone has one. Like, if there was an Ollie's exclusive, I'd be kind of annoyed because there's no Ollie's within 50 miles of here. I will say that Ollie's is a pretty cool store. And if That's you are I near heard. one, you should go. Oh, Ollie's is great. <laughs> I, really I love it. wish they were nearby. But from, to the best of my understanding, some, and it's not, it's not this all the time, but sometimes, uh, it's just a way for them to get out product that normally just, wouldn't exist otherwise if if that is the case for and every exclusive has their own like reasoning behind it but if the the reason behind it is our options were to either release it through this limited outlet or to not release it at all i'd rather i'd rather it exist than to just not exist um right i i i would find it Hard to believe that, uh, like Hasbro would think, or or someone would think, like a character like Ulick for the for the people who are collectors wouldn't be mm-hmm. wouldn't be picked up. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know, maybe that's just me because that's, it was an awesome but, figure. It was a cool figure. Well, then I guess you get into the the question of who's who's making the decision of what to release. Right? You, is it Walmart those, or is it yeah? Yeah, because then you hear those stories of, from uh, I believe um, uh, Val who who created a, a Valiverse figures. Uh, he had told a story about how her, kind of horrendous it was to pitch toy ideas to the board because the, <laughs> it almost sounds like it's this this weird like American psycho <laughs> experience where you walk in and there's this this long table of soulless, angry old people who only care about money. Like they're looking they're looking at stats and bottom line numbers. And if what you're pitching doesn't line up with the information that they have, which is all centered around how much money will this make me, they don't want to hear it because they're joyless, soulless ghouls. I again, I don't know if that's the case. This is, and if and if my right. account is mistaken, please let me know, listeners. I feel but, like even a soulless ghoul can find joy, Tom. Uh, you you'd like to think, <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like it takes a very special, very specific. <laughs> kind of memory to have that that ratatouille moment where the critic <laughs> takes the sip of the soup and it just zooms into when he's a child right <laughs> great great they, image i like it they walk in they're like here it's a it's a cup with a ball in it <laughs> like from family guy you have to get the ball in the cup and they're like oh my god from my childhood make it yeah and no one buys it and then they no one buys it mistake. yeah I, you know i i never thought of like you know now walgreens doesn't get the numbers that you know target or walmart yep. would get because that's not you know the, the toy department is half an aisle right mm-hmm. um and they've gotten some cool ones that silver surfer and you know some of the fantastic yeah. four stuff they did um but like the store exclusives never really end up being that exclusive mm-hmm. in my opinion. You know, sometimes they're hard to get, but that's because people run out and buy them because of the word exclusive. Yeah. Like, like I said, there are targets and, and Walmarts all over the place. You can throw a rock and hit one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's different than a true exclusive, like a Comic-Con or something like that. Yeah. But, you know, um, and I, but I know you're, you're, um, you like those show exclusives. So tell me a little bit about your feelings on these exclusivity. So I'm, I'm of, I'm of two minds on, on like convention exclusive, like your San Diego and your New York comic con, or even, even like the New Jersey toy con that we went to. Uh, I'm fine with 
exclusives being a reason to kind of push people to attend with the caveat that those exclusives become available later. Um, I know that people kind of like the idea of having something to commemorate their time at, at, at a convention. Like it was a special time. You may have had fun or whatever. And now you have this toy that, that says, Hey, I, I, I went there and I, and I got this and it was great. And that's, and that's great. And that's fine. But I don't know. I, I feel like too many people come away with the wrong attitude about exclusive. There's this weird, like regressive, I don't want to say bully, but like this weird, I have this and you don't. So I'm better than you. And maybe it doesn't go that far, but right. I, I, don't, I don't like that. Being, it, it encourages <laughs> that kind of mindset, but it also encourages a lot of anxiety if you can't get to the show. Um, right. If your thought, especially if it's something that you really, really want, like say, say up to this point, all the venoms that have been released have been some shade of gray or maroon or some weird, like some weird toy discoloring. And then San Diego Comic-Con <laughs> comes along and they have full on black and white venom. You can only get it at this convention. There's only 500 pieces you got to stand in line. Like, that's the only way to get this venom that everyone knows of. When you do that kind of thing, I think that's kind of cruddy. Like, I, I'm not I'm not a fan of it. I, I think that as collectors, uh, everyone should have access. Uh, it should be something that brings you enjoyment, not something that stresses you out. Um, right. It, it's something that, like, if it, and that's why if, if an exclusive was, if that was the reverse, if we normally we got weird, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, we've got straight black and white venom, and the convention exclusive is weird toy biz green and orange venom. It's mm. weird. It's kind of quirky. It's strange. You can still get it. It's a limited amount. Uh, you can you can go to the convention and say, I got this weird. <laughs> this I had fun, but I also got this weird thing to commemorate it. Isn't that neat? Uh, I feel like that should be more what exclusives are and even then even with that i think that to me exclusivity should mean uh early access i think that that would solve a lot mm. of the general too quick to rabble mindset amongst certain collectors um there's a there's a lot of people out there who just seem to genuinely enjoy the fact that others can get whatever uh but there's too many and that and that leads to scalping. That leads to discontent right, right. in the actual and, and, and our community. listeners know how we feel about the the scalping side of it. And yeah. I, I think that's an interesting point. Like I, I, I have my hard time wrapping my head around the business of an exclusive. Right. Mm -hmm. So I have this figure. I have my my glow in the dark bed making Tom action figure that we discussed. <laughs> and everybody wants it. Like you, I know. Like man, Tom's a good guy, and everybody's going to want. Tom to make make their bed. So I uh so I make a limited run. Now if I know everybody wants it and I could sell these for $30 a pop, why wouldn't I make a ton of them, right? Like yeah. if the if the if the uh if the customer base wants it, why make it exclusive? Now, mm -hmm. I understand why Target would want an exclusive because then yeah. you're going to come into the store mm -hmm. and you're going to be like, oh, well, I don't have this guy either. I might as well pick him up or, you know, I got to pick up uh, a loaf of bread and a stick of butter and you're going to go shopping around. <laughs> right. So uh, 
it's it's you know I understand why the stores would want the exclusive, but I'm still trying to wrap my head around why why I would. Everybody wants this, so I'm going to yeah. make ten of them, uh, you know, yeah. or I'm going to make it available only at one outlet. So, uh, you know, and I know there's that negotiation because Target's going to say, "Hey, we're selling a lot of Marvel Legends. How about mm-hmm. we do an exclusive? Get more people in the building." Like, I think that conversation starts that way. Exclusives, to me, you know, it's a personal thing because, like, and you've run into this, Tom. You, mm-hmm. you go into somebody and you say, "I'm a toy collector," or they come into your house. They come into the basement and they see this, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, and and everybody's seen forty year old virgin where yeah. he sells his stuff and he's now it's, miraculously, you know, sure, now, an now entrepreneur. You're now you're yeah, now you're yeah. a ladies' man. You right. sold well, all your toys, <laughs> right? That, that's it, the, well, that's having, the formula. I will say that having the toys does not make you a ladies' man. <laughs> So maybe selling the toys might, but having them certainly does not. But I, uh, I, I, so, so there's that value like monetary. So people say, Oh my God, you should sell these or, Oh my God, you took that out of the box. Mm -hmm. And, and I do that because I enjoy the toy. Like I have, this is my collection. I love it. This is my museum. It's my life's work. Right. But there are people. And then, so that in mind, the exclusive is like, Oh my God, look how well they made that character. And that's, that's the exclusive I want. That's Mm -hmm. really like, if you're going to make an exclusive, make it something good and make it that character and, and make it detailed and, Make it something I'm going to love and I need to have in my collection, right? Don't make me chase it down because I think it's going to be valuable one day. Now, that's just me. So I know there are people who say, I want the exclusive because it's a limited run and it's going to have value or currently has Mm -hmm. value monetarily, not emotionally or nostalgia. Like, And that's uh, a different – that's a different mindset that I'm not in. But yeah. there are those that who who are just looking at it as you know as you know it's it has value one way or another either personal or monetary and those are the reasons people are tracking them down. But I don't go chasing every exclusive just because it's exclusive. Yeah, I think that was a mindset that needed to go away. It it it, it started to kind of swell. You started to see a little bit more uh, in the '90s, and and not to not to pick on McFarlane because he is he's far from the only person to have done this. But you started to see it a little more blatantly. When the, when the Spawn line became popular, just like you started to see uh, a lot of comic companies trying to crank out new number ones for every yeah. every new comic line a, that they could think of. It's got a gold cover. Or, it's yeah. got a hologram cover. Or, yeah. yeah. Every, everything had some weird kind of gimmick to make it stand out a little bit more in the hopes that what, what you just said would happen, that people would see it and say, oh, I, I, I got to buy. How many, how many kids do I have? I'll take four comics, please. And then that'll, I'll sit on this for, you know, until that my kid reaches 18. And then clearly I can just send them to right. the college I'll of their dream. Because, uh, spawn number one gold yeah. cover hologram for uh, college and, tuition. And then, and, and that started to translate into the toys where McFarland started to put out like right. the random that was gold the curse, the curse, and the, gold the curse of the violators. death of Superman. Yeah. Just a, just a ton of them. And I, and you started to see it with, um, see, I, I guess maybe this differs from mail aways. What's your what's your take on that? When I was a kid, I haven't seen any while. But when I was a kid, man, I loved the mailway. In fact, I I thought I mailed away. We we, as a collection, (laughs) my brothers and I thought we mailed away for the emperor. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
and somewhere along the line, maybe my parents dropped the ball. I don't know. But we're still waiting for the emperor, much like you're still waiting for your uh, son, man. The emperor should be showing up any day now. I keep every time every time I move, I write Kenner. It's going to come to you an exclusive Kenner box. That's got that's got all like the water damage on it. And yeah, when you get around to shipping the emperor, this is where I live now. Uh, and so sometimes it's a joke between my brothers and I. Like maybe this is the year that the emperor Today's shows the up. Day. Yep. Go check the mailbox. Uh, so what? I, there was so the I'm super curious. trooper. There was the GI Joe. And there was one where you could design your own character. It was like an airborne infantry guy oh, for GI I Joe. That. Yeah, that's it me. was cool. It was cool. Uh, Sky Rat. Um, do you remember the uh the the mail away stealth predator that you could get from the the, the Kenner Predator toy line? Yeah, where you saved up. I I forgot how many points it was, and then you mailed it off with with like five bucks or something like that, and you would get back a yep. really cool stealth predator. Cutting out those UPC symbols. Yeah. Uh, there was another G.I. Joe, the Super Trooper, which was mm-hmm. unfortunate. He had like a, I've got him. He's right over there. But uh, he's just got silver. And he came with this big like SWAT shield that was uh-huh. also silver. Like he was kind of bad looking, but, you know, mm-hmm. he was Super Trooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unfortunately came out at the same time that there was uh, a pet product being marketed that was called a pooper scooper <laughs> to help clean up after your dog. So, of course, he became the pooper scooper. He's a oh, he's a he is a a uh, a big favorite of all the grannies. <laughs> right. Yeah. All the grannies love super trooper pooper scooper. Pooper sco- <laughs> a super pooper scooper. Stop calling me grandma. <laughs> but you've got the perfect scoper. It's a shield. <laughs> to the Black Cobra missiles. I trained uh, for this. So uh, mailaways were cool like that. When I was a kid, I got excited about mailaways. So how so now how do you feel about um, exclusives existing again. We'll, we'll go back to the uh, to New Jersey Toy Con, and yeah. I remember you getting that ex- that exclusive the Fox uh, Force. Yeah, yeah. Was it was it like uh, Star Dawn? I believe. Yeah, yeah. Those guys are cool, and and they had an exclusive figure, and I remember you expressing some unhappiness <laughs> that right. figure was available on their website afterwards. So Not that, even on so their that, website; it was on Big Bad Toy Store. Right. Right. Yeah. So now, would would you prefer for that to not be a thing? Would you prefer for that to not for them to not sell that outside of the convention, or I I would you want them that, to wait? Like, would I, you have I, been happier if they waited, say, like six months, and then I, I would have been happier masses? if they had waited because you know mm-hmm. they're I, I understand that they're they're starting up and they're, and they're phenomenal guys, and I don't want mm-hmm. to take anything away from them. And I like their figures; I think they're cool. Uh, but the one that I got was the kind of Boba Fett looking it's like yes. a hybrid between Boba Fett and the Halo. It's like Rogue Hunter or something, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's cool. Mm-hmm. And I was excited to get, you know, a couple of figures in the line and the show exclusive. Yeah. And then and like literally two days later, he was on Big Bad Toy Store. <laughs> and like I wish he would have waited because I know they don't have a lot of inventory. Like they're they're, they're great guys and they're starting their thing and they're doing well. But, like, they went to a couple of shows, and then I saw that same exclusive. Mm-hmm. So, like, make that your show exclusive. I understand that they couldn't afford to make a different show exclusive for every yeah. show, right? So just leave that one as 
their toy, ex- their show exclusive, mm-hmm. and then leave it off the website, and and then let people find you at the at the show like I did, and 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 like the figures and stuff, and and keep even if they did the same exclusive guy mm-hmm. for every show, but that was their show exclusive. Yeah, I would have been all right with that, but then they like buy a show exclusive, which was more than the other guys. Yeah. Not much, five or ten bucks, but he was more than the other guys in the line because he was an exclusive. I didn't see him on the website. Mm-hmm. It bothered me a little bit, yeah. So, so what do you think about? Um, it, say it's a, a an exclusive that is just on Big Bad Toy Store, uh, like the like the Sorozo- the the Sorozoic Warriors that uh, right. the Boss Fight Studios is putting out. Uh, they have that really cool looking Brachiosaur who maybe yeah. should have glow-in-the-dark paint, but he's yeah. black and he has the tribal markings on him. Right. Uh, it looks super cool, I'm getting to. But that uh, that's a big, bad exclusive. Do you, do you think that's a more preferable method of release? And they're pre-orders, which makes right. me think that these, even though you can only buy it from this one place, there's a large, not, like, I don't know what their cap is. I don't know what their, you know, they're still accepting pre-orders on it. So my presumption is that, right. There is, I don't know if they're making these to order, or I don't know if they have X number of units that they're expecting. Um, but do you think that's a better format than I do? I kind of do like that format because, uh, you know, you, there's a whole line, right, that you could buy in a couple of places. And then, well, of course, you know, they're starting up too. Like they're not Hasbro yeah. and they've got a great product. And so. The uh the original lineup was offered a pre order months before that that cool brachiosaur, mm-hmm. and so why not say hey uh let's make a deal I'm selling I've got a bunch of these pre ordered on my site let's make an exclusive and get more people ordering on my site like mm-hmm. I mean that's that's a good plan um I don't know how many other sites are carrying the original line because yeah. once I found them I loved them and ordered them on Big Bad. Uh, we're doing a lot of plugging for big band today, so <laughs> I like it. Uh, but you know, I don't mind the exclusives, but like, I don't know. They're not something I chase down that one. I, I did pre-order right away though. Yeah, Cause he's that, very cool. He is super cool looking. And I, and I do, I, I like the reason I bought the exclusive of the Fox force guy is because, um, he, uh, because the guys were cool. Like yeah. we got to meet them and they're, you know, they're trying to do something, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're, they're, they're trying to do something and yeah. and I appreciated that and I supported them that way. And it's the same way with, with this line at big bed, because you know, we, we, we like those kind of guys. Do you think conventions would get their attendance numbers? I, I, I know a place like San Diego comic-con is never going to be struggling for attendees. Um, but do you think that would be affected if say, uh, or like, like San Diego comic-con or, or say someplace like uh, a power con, where they they had like last year or a couple of years ago they had the Scareglow exclusive they had like a Sunman exclusive which we right. then got later just like missing some of, it didn't have the same accessories I think Sunman right. had more of like a metallic or like sparkly sheen to his armor that the regular release did not get do you think that would impact uh, conventions like they just didn't offer anything or they were only offering things that you could then get later. Because I remember there uh, being a lot of anxiety, myself included, going to the Maddie website, getting in that dreaded processing checkout line, only right. to be told that, you know, sorry, it's over. It's gone. And right. being 
furious, unreasonably furious for like five minutes, and I crunched some ice, <laughs> and I was fine. I know. But, sometimes I have to tell myself, you're really just saying me over a toy. But, um, <laughs> you know, I don't generally get angry when I miss out on a toy, because like, mm-hmm. I know I can find it, and I may have to dish out a couple of – I get angry when it's a poor customer service thing, like mm-hmm. like it has happened to me multiple times on yeah. the dreaded Red Demon Target. <laughs> Um. Uh. Yeah. No. I don't think it would affect uh, affect attendance in any measurable way. What it would do, though, what it would do is is stop the uh, people that are running in just to get the exclusive and run back yeah. out and sell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind kind of like what we were seeing at at uh, Legion's Con. Like we we right. there there were all kinds, but uh, like you had mentioned before, we did see those people who were walking in with like a wagon, loading right. them up walking out and got the radio flyer yeah which which i'm not gonna lie was a fascinating visual right (laughs) some of them looked like they had a baby carriage like hold my kid i have to get (laughs) this i'm doing something important hold my child please (laughs) this is this is much more precious yes (laughs) i could just make another one of those i can't make more of these you know what's funny about the exclusives? Like I, I don't I don't chase them down and unless it's something really cool that means something to me, then mm-hmm. like like Beachhead or or like the, the former Joe Mailaway stuff. But mm-hmm. um the show exclusives, like when we went to Legion Con, I had no interest in the exclusives. Mm-hmm. Uh but but you did. And I wanna mm-hmm. know we when we've got uh, you know, uh, not a lot of time yet. I wanna yeah. I wanna hear your draw and what you look for in exclusive. Like what what is what is the, the big draw? Um, almost in it, it, it kind of mirrors my my toy collecting. Give me something that looks neat. Um, if it's a if it's a character that I don't normally collect, if you make them look really cool or you put them in in like a really cool getup. Um, for real quick, for example, uh, I think Electra is a cool character. I have no real like I, I purchase her when she's in a toy line. I have no real desire to own her. But then there was a three pack that Hasbro Pulse released where it was. Bullseye, uh, Daredevil, and Electra in her white costume, and she had almost like Medusa hair, and it's just a just a striking visual. And I was like, "All right, you got me. <laughs> this is me." Right, right. Uh, give, and and then it, and from there, it just defaults to my to my usual. Is it is it neat looking? Is it clear? Does it glow in the dark? Those plunderlings, <laughs> right? The, the, clear, glow in the dark. Yeah, and the, anthropomorphic. Uh, yeah, the New Jersey Toy Con uh, purple plunderling. I I needed it. It never crossed my mind to put it up on eBay until like right. weeks later and just randomly on a whim because I was looking for other Plunderling stuff and, and saw them up there. Uh, they went for a ridiculous amount of money. Uh, but that's that's usually my criteria. Give me something mm-hmm. neat. Uh, so, all right. It looks like we are out of time. Uh, yes. This has been this has been good. Thank you for thank you for indulging my <laughs> my questions. Uh, if you would I like kept to... saying oh, I'm not really into exclusives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but listeners, if you'd like to join in and, and add to the conversation, get a hold of us on Twitter. Our hash our our address is two guys talking Twitter. The number the two guys talking Twitter. Two guys talking toys. The number two no G after the talking. The Gmail is the same. Two guys talking toys. No. No G after the talking, the number two. Take care, everybody. The, the more we do this, the worse we get. <laughs> it can only go uphill from here. 